Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Zone Cast, your number one source for all things Red Zone League related. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to the matchups. Starting off week four. Let's take a walk down Blowout Street. Goons of the Galaxy took on Cam Space Invaders, but only one team showed up for the long haul. At the QB slots, Russ was cooking crack like usual, matching Patty Cake with 24 points. Unfortunately, that's all Stefan could match. Ridley took him to the donut shop, and a Thursday night injury to the Phantom Menace left him flat. Cameron got the boom from Melvin, Hunt, Cup, and was certainly feeling himself this time around. Cameron 152, Stefan 108. On to the next one. Pocky Spacewalkers took on the Interstellar Travelers in a matchup of two and ones. A deflating injury to Eckler erased the Minshew magic as the DAC attack was in full force. Even with another self-induced donut via Devontae Adams, Ruben cruised to victory behind an even attack. All of his offensive players scored 15 or more, including the early waiver stud, Dalton Schultz. Lubin 146, Packy 108. Mixed Chubbs on the moon, and Brandon's the Citronauts faced off in what was the closest matchup of the week. This time it was Odell doing the crapping. A 38 burger looked like this week was out of reach, even with Chubbs going flaccid, until George Clittle boomed for 40 making the Monday night projection dead even. Much to Nick's chagrin, Matt Ryan was in peak roller coaster form with only 12 points and Kelsey scored 10. Even still, the Kenyon Drakey in 3.5 dud was the difference. Nick 147, Brandon 131. That's the closest matchup, really, really? Matt's Danger Allen Robinson continued its reign with Nico Skyward Flight as his next competitor. And while his team had a couple solid performances by Galladay in, Crowder, not Jay Crowder, and DK, Decaf, Metcalf, the Goffs and Ingrams of the world were sent straight back into the wire. A vintage performance by A.A. Ron Rodgers and Amari the Pooper Cooper led Matt to a 157 to 115 victory. More deficits. And last but not least, Uncle Rico took on the AIDS men in a must win for Paco before he hits the cellar. Let's take a walk down Dutch Street where Dylan's team had Lamar and McKinnon hold his team together, combining for 51 of Dylan's 96. Meanwhile, Deshaun, what son? Aaron Bones Jones and Run TMC brought Rico out of the cellar. Rodrigo Blankenship is almost as fun to say as Francisco Ripoli. Paco 126, Dylan 96, and this had a weird effect on Dylan's mental health as the trades were sent out. DVP to the rescue. All right, week four is in the books. Thank you again, Nick, for your matchup recap. Um, let's get into reviewing the matchups a little bit more in depth. Um, first off, we have the Citronauts at the Chubbs on the Moon. Um, this was my game. I lost by 17 points. Chubbs on the Moon really 
did a number on me. 40 points from Odell Beckham Jr., two touchdowns, 81 yards. Of course, he had a – actually, he had – was it three touchdowns? It looks like it's recorded three touchdowns. Um, he had that trick play with Jarvis Landry, which was pretty cool. Jarvis Landry might be the best quarterback on that team. Kenyon Drake, what is going on with Kenyon Drake? I really don't know. It's like they're not utilizing him. Uh, it's kind of difficult to judge the running back situation at the Cardinals because their best running back is also their QB. So that kind of sucks. Um, Devin Singletary is finding finally his little stride there. And George Kittle with 40 points. It makes the Odell Beckham 40-point game kind of counteract, but he still beat me in all other aspects. Mike Evans went off. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I started Hunter Renfro, but I really didn't have too much production off the, ben off the bench when it comes to wide receivers anyway, so I'm not upset about that. Um, hopefully Juju's back this week, so I don't have to worry about that. Next, we have the Infinite Frontiers versus the milky aids and the milky aids i don't know what's going on with that team because they're up and down it's like they score 160 then they score under 100 they score 96 points this week i believe they were projected 140 so they really didn't that was kind of a rough uh outing for the milky aids the infinite frontiers get a w out of nowhere, too. I, I don't know if he was expecting to get a W. I'm sure if you ask him, of course, he says uh, that he's was expecting the W against Dylan. I mean, if there was a time to get a W, it would have been right now. Two one, there, the two one and three teams faced off each other there. Aaron Jones did his thing. Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry's looking good. Um, Dylan's got to be kind of worried about where his team's at right now because nobody's really doing much. Uh, even his bench. Like, he had Ayuk. In, on the bench, but and that was 13 points. That could have, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference for him. Mar Jackson, 30 points. Uh, yeah, something's something's got to happen with Dylan. He might have to make a trade somewhere uh, for something, uh, so he just doesn't lose this year. Next, we have Nico and Matt facing off. So it's Skyward Flight, Danger Allen Robinson, Danger Allen Robinson, Danger Allen Robinson scored 156.78 points, while Skyward Flight scored 115 flat points. Um, it's not a bad outing from Skyward Flight. You've definitely seen times where you win with 115 points, but when you're facing a team that scores 150 points like consistently, I'm pretty sure he's scored. 150 points three times this season. I can double check that math. You gotta give me a second. Um, I mean, even without CMC, he's balling. CMC and Alvin Kamara are an incredible wide receiver duo. I mean, running back duo. Uh, how did we let this happen? I don't really understand how he has both of those. Amari Cooper with 33 points. Um, of course, Aaron Rodgers, 40 points. He had a field day. So. Yeah, um, again, Matt's looking like a favorite to at least he's going to make playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm upda updated on that. He's got 350-point games this season so far. So three out of the four weeks, he scored 150-plus. So that is a powerhouse. Um, we, if you're facing that, you're going to have trouble that week, unfortunately. That's just the case. Um, next, we have... Spacewalkers versus the Interstellar Travelers. Packy struggling once again to score points, even though he just got blown out. 
like Ruben, that's another thing. Ruben was projected 117 points and he scored 145 points. Dak Prescott, 45 points is ridiculous. It, I mean, we do have touchdowns at six points for QB, so it does it does give a lot of value to the QB. Um, but still, Dalvin Cook, 28 points for Packy was not enough. I mean, he even started Gardner Minshew, uh, America's uh, favorite QB. And still nothing. Austin Eckler, two points and injured. Uh, yeah, it's Packy's looking like he's in a rough spot. He, he does have some depth in his lineup on the bench. So maybe if he can start the right guys. I know Godwin's injured. I don't think he's coming back for... The Thursday night game. I'm filming this on Thursday, so Thursday night game has not happened yet, even though I'll probably publish this on Friday. Um, but yeah, um, there was a lot of production left on the bench for Ruben, and he still, I mean, he had Chris Carson. Why didn't he not start Chris Carson? Jeez, that worked out for him. And who was your flex? Emmanuel Sanders? Wow. And you still won by a landslide. Ruben not starting Chris Carson was a bold move, and he still won by a, a landslide. Incredible. Um, good thing his Todd Gurley with 19 and Ronald Jones with 18 points. Like, that's okay. All right. Ruben got lucky. And lastly, we have the Goons of the Galaxy versus the Space Invaders. Goons of the Galaxy, who was a high scorer this season. Scored 108 points in this matchup against Cameron, who scored his first 150-point game. I'm pretty sure I can double-check that, too. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson evened out with 24 points apiece. Uh, yeah, that was Cameron's first 150-point game. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 25 points out of nowhere. They fed him all day. Adam Thielen, 26. Uh, yeah, it's it was, it was a hell of a week for Cameron and his team. Outscored his projections by 20, no, 15 points. Um, and the Goons of the Galaxy were projected 144, and they only scored 108 points. Calvin Ridley with a fat goose egg. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know what happened. Oh, no, you left Joe Mixon on the bench. That's exactly what happened there. So is Joe Mixon RB1? Uh, I don't know. I really not sold on Joe Mixon to be honest. So let's see where Stefan lands on that. Moving on to the week five power rankings, we have at number ten, moving two spots down from last week, we have Nico in the Skyward Flight. So it's no longer Paco. Paco held that position, but Nico and the Skyward Flight are at number ten. At number nine, we had a big mover last week, and now a big mover again, but in the opposite direction. Minus dropping four points. From last week, we have the Milky Aids at number nine. At number eight, we have Paco and the Infinite Frontiers moving up two spots from last week. Number seven and number six are the same of last week. So number seven is Packy and the Spacewalker. And number six is my own team, the Citronauts, for the second week in a row. At number five, we have Stefan, Goons of the Galaxy, dropping two points or two spots from last week at number four our biggest mover this week is cameron and the space invaders moving up five spots from last week he was at number nine he is currently at number four at number three we have ruben and the interstellar travelers moving up one spot last week and number two and number one are the same from last week 
no movement. Number two, Chubbs on the Moon. And number one, Danger Allen Robinson. Remember, all these power rankings are based on actual performance versus future projections. So you got to think about that. I'm not I'm not saying this is moving forward. I'm saying this is as of today. Um, let's see. Now we're going to move on to the record updates. Let's see if there's anything to report. Um, most points scored in a week was still Matt from last week. Matt still has the most games won at four. The least amount of wins are right now three with Paco, Brandon, Nico, and Dylan tied at three. Dylan scored the least amount of points so far this season this week with 96.22 points. Matt, like I said before, has the most 150-point games with three. The closest game and the biggest blowout haven't changed from last week. We have a longest active winning streak right now as Matt with four. He is 4-0. The longest active losing streak, Nico with three. So he won week one and then has lost the last three weeks. Most total points scored, Matt with 628.26 points, and Packy with the lowest total points scored with 480.88 points. There wasn't really anything to report this week when it came to waivers. Um, a bunch of $0 transactions that happened uh, last night. Um, there was a trade that happened between Dylan and Nick Dylan got Devonte Parker, and he traded a second-round pick. How did I not see this? A second-round pick for Devonte Parker. Whoa. Okay, I see that. Nick Nick has now now has two second-round picks for last two. Um, did I not see these trades that came in? Kyler Murray for DJ Moore, Marquise Brown. Jeez, where was I? Okay, Mac get Mac got. Packy got Kyler Murray, and Stefan got DJ Moore and Marquise Brown. That's not a bad trade for Stefan, I don't think. Um, Matt trades his depth for a QB. Um, I mean, hey, I would have been fine with Gardner Minshew, but uh, Kyler Murray's good too. Um, let's see, anything else to report? Uh, yeah, we had six bids on Robert Tanyan, Paco getting him with 31 points. Matt, and Matt put 25 points bid hoping to get something out of it and Nick has zero fab points and he's still trying to put in waivers you know I can't disrespect the hustle you gotta go for it um let's see Damian Harris went to Packy for 21 fab Chase Edmonds 21 fab to myself Paco 15 fab for Dearness Johnson nothing really stood out to me Dylan and Nico both put zero fab for Justin Herbert and Dylan stole because of inverse uh, order in the waivers he stole Nico's own QB from him uh, that's a little bit of a low blow but it's okay it's part of it now let's move on to the week five preview Let's start off with my matchup first, the Citronauts versus the Goons of the Galaxy. The Goons of the Galaxy have been 
kind of back and forth. They scored really well in one week and then really bad another week. Um, they do have the favor right now. They were plus seven in the uh, minus seven in their favor. I'm plus seven. So again, I don't really care what these projections say. As long as I'm within 10 within the projections, I feel like I can win. Uh, yeah, I look for the wide receivers might be the big scorers in this matchup. Uh, Mike Evans, Juju, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore. It might be a wide receiver uh, game. Next, we have Nico versus Paco in the next matchup. We have a eight-point advantage in Nico's favor. You know, he's got pretty good uh, running backs as long as they play. Ezekiel Elliott, James Conner. Uh, Paco, on the other hand, has less reliable running backs, uh, Devontae Freeman and Jonathan Taylor. So that might be the deciding factor in this game. Uh, I think Nico will take his second win against the Infinite Frontiers. Next game, we have Matt and Danger Allen Robinson versus Dylan and the Milky Eights. It's supposed to be a close matchup. Dylan has a potential to score really high, but Matt also has that potential and has shown that he can actually do it. He's actually projected to score 150 plus again. So if this continues, it's going to be hard to take uh, Matt down. Next, we have Spacewalker versus Space Invader. So it's the space game. Um, we do have a two and two matchup here because both Packy and Cameron are two and two. Cameron's rolling off of a big win last week. Uh, let's see if he can actually, you know, build off of that. Packy hasn't been scoring too well. He's our lowest scorer of the league, so it's going to be hard for him to actually uh, put up points against Cameron. Let's see what happens. And finally, we have our game of the week. We have our three and one versus three and one. Ruben versus Nick. It's right now showing that Nick has the advantage minus nine on Ruben, but they both seem to be scoring high. Uh, in every week that's happened so far. So let's see, this is a three and one juggernaut battle. Uh, the battle for second place, as I would say. Um, yeah, so we're gonna continue on with our announcements. Remember to set your lineup. Um, from now on, I kind of want to do interviews with the league. Uh, so if anybody wants to be on the podcast to do an interview, we can do it. We can do it remotely. Uh, there's an app that I use that we can be, we can just jump on Skype and it'll record what we say. And it'll be nice to, you know, have a little bit of a difference of instead of just me talking all the way through, we can kind of throw something in there, something for the league to actually enjoy, listen to, except for me just rambling on. We got to watch out for the Tennessee Buffalo game. It's not looking good. It doesn't seem as of Thursday that this game will be played. They haven't even practiced yet. It does seem like they're just going to give the win to Buffalo because of COVID-19. So watch out for that. The week four game was the team to score the closest to 150 points without going over win or lose. And the winner was Chubbs on the moon. Scored 147.22 points, and that was Nick's team. So congratulations, your $10 have been accounted. Next week, our game five, our week five game, is the starting tight end total points. So any tight end you have starting, 
whether it's only in your tight end spot or in tight end and flex spot, if there's a tight end there, total points of starting tight ends win uh, the most win that week. So, all right, well, that's, I've got nothing else for you. So good luck this week, and we'll talk next week. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Open Gangnam Style.